Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur Media and Yelp. My name is Sean Walchef, founder of Cali Barbecue Media in life, in the restaurant business, and in the content creator business. We learn through lessons and stories. We have a very special guest today. We have Chef Fabio Viviani. You can find him at Fabio Viviani. He has over 150,000 Instagram followers, close to a quarter of them, close to half a million Facebook followers, over 100,000 Twitter followers. This guy is building a restaurant empire, over 40 different restaurant concepts, over $200 million in sales. He's a chef, a restaurateur, cookbook writer, TV personality, top chef, and he's just an all around amazing hospitality professional. Um, Fabio, you're one of the reasons why we created this show. We wanna teach restaurant owners the game within the game. It's one thing to open up a restaurant. It's another thing to expand your business beyond a traditional restaurant P&L. Um, mm. Thank you for being on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, it's an interesting industry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's one of the easiest to get in and one of the easiest to get out. You know, it's like, uh, it's like uh, when you buy a boat. Your happiest day are the day you get in and the day you get out of it. Right? There you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's challenging, but honestly, that's all I know how to do. I'm not I'm not very good at a lot of things. You know, restaurant we try. So, Fabio, I'm going to start with our, our favorite random question on this show, and that's where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? Wow, um, wow, that's uh, uh, well, favorite stadium is the Camp Nou in Barcelona. Um, I was there on a, on a very important soccer game, uh, against Barca, um, a long time ago. And, and, uh, you know, 150,000 people stadium, it was just incredible to be there, but has nothing to do with restaurants. Um, one of my favorite venues, the Chicago theater, yeah. uh, I go there very often. And, uh, one of my favorite stage, I don't know, you know, believe it or not, I have never, this, this is a fun fact, I have never been to a concert in my entire life. Wow. So I have worked many concerts. We are a Live Nation partner. Uh, we have many venue, many food, uh, food uh, outlets within in Live Nation uh, concerts. But I always been in the in the working part of the, I actually, now that you make me think about it, never actually walk into a concert as a guest to enjoy the concert with the purpose just to be there to listen to the music never done it always worked at it so you know the amlai arena in the, the burbs of chicago is a beautiful beautiful place semi-open a kind of downward stadium it's great for listening to music if you want to but it's also great for working because there's a lot of back of the house back of the house space and those are the venue i like Okay, so here, this is what we're going to do. So we like to dream big. Um, we like to actually do big things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to convince Entrepreneur Magazine, I'm going to convince Toast, our title sponsor, our primary technology partner that we use in our uh, restaurant at Cali Barbecue. I'm going to convince Yelp, and we are going to put on the greatest hospitality conference, rock star conference in Barcelona. And I'm going to put Fabio Viviani on the center pitch Full, 150,000 raving hospitality fans, people that are playing the game. Barcelona. 
People that are playing the game within the game, and I'm going to put you on center pitch. I'm going to give you two minutes. I don't want to know what everyone everyone asks. Everyone always asks about what was your story. I want to know what are you building. Give me two minutes on what is Fabio Viviani building into the future. We're building 250 sit-down restaurants in the next five to seven years, um, and we're building a thousand unit franchise uh, business in the next five to seven years. Um, we have a very unique model that allow us to expand carefully, quickly, uh, but especially after the shit show that we went through with 2019, 2020, 2021, uh, now the economy is taking a dive. And of course, expendable income, restaurants, yep. is one of the first to suffer. We had to, drum we had to dramatically change the way that we approach business. Restaurants still got to be there. People still got to eat. It just changed the dynamic of the way you approach the business and you serve it. So the, the reality is that we are getting slowly, we're slowing down a little bit on the own and operated uh, venue, although we have ton, like dozens of them. Yeah. Um, and we are getting very heavy into management, hospitality management for third party. So think about all the hotels, all the uh, convention centers, all the food halls, all those outlets that now are desperate for operators because yep. the tiny operators, they're going out of business at, a, at, a, you know, at an unfortunate fast rate. We can come in and operate it on behalf of the ownership. And that gives us the chance, like we're doing right now, we're opening 17 venues in the next 12 months. Um, so it's, it's a different, different way of doing business, but it's, it's still restaurant and still the way we used to do it. It changes the dynamic of the economics and the partnership, but so right now, know, how, how many concepts are you at? How many, how many restaurants over, over 40, 50, by the end of this year, we'll have over 50, over 50 concepts. No, uh, well, it's 20. How many grease, how many grease traps? <laughs> almost 50 uh, uh, it's uh it's probably over 20 concept and 50 plus locations okay 50 the, locations the latest one jars uh yeah. by Viviani, which is our dessert fast casual we already sold the territory and our first units hasn't even opened yet uh, uh it's such a such a strong model low labor no cooking no hood required no grease trap. No hood uh, and no grease trap. Wow, that is incredible. Low and labor, I, no I mean, hood. It, it's made for social media. The the desserts are decadent desserts for Instagram, for TikTok. Tell, tell us more about the concept. So Jars by Fabio Viviani was born after me being tired of trying to put patches on how to find incredibly talented people in the restaurant business right it's funny because everybody goes like oh hire some headhunter if you're that good you're already working yes. and, and the, the, <laughs> the chances to get somebody extremely good through a headhunter is possible but you know it's like those people that fake it till they make it right yeah. um i want to believe that if i go out of business or if i want to change your pace i don't need a headhunter to find placement because I know what my value is. I know what my, you know, what 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 I can do. And and headhunting, although I fully support and I think it's a good thing, it's more for those people that change markets, 
um, new to the markets. They don't know who's who. They don't know where to go, right? Um, when, when somebody, you know, I work with a lot of them and, and the labor pool right now is disgraceful. Yes. And so I, I don't, I'm not going to stop growing because they can't find labor because that's, that's a resource. Labor's, labor is, is a resource, right? Yes. And, and it's never the scarcity of resources that enable people to still growth. Um, it's, you know, things like, oh, we don't have enough time right now. We don't have enough money right now. We don't have enough stuff. We don't have enough food. Those food, stuff, time, money, those are resources. Yeah. And the lack of it, it's never the reason why business doesn't grow. Business doesn't grow not because of the lack of resources, but business doesn't grow because of the lack of resourcefulness, which right. is the ability to find resources when everybody else believed there is none. So jars fulfill that. Jars provide a, you know, a very, very low entry price of build outs, very low, no virtual, no kitchens. I mean, we have a kitchen, but we, you know, we have a type one hood for type two hood for, uh, you know, for the dishwasher. So it doesn't require the black iron, no grease trap, no, not, none of that, no sense. Um, we have teamed up with some of the best, largest, and, and, and most delicious uh, bake, baked goods company in the world. And now, basically, we are getting the top 100 dessert that America craves and pack them into a jar. So yeah. we are a, a delicious, glorified assembly line for amazing dessert that yes. we source left and right. And then, well, with the ingredient that we source, we create some, but there is virtually no cooking. So you can get literally your cousin that three days ago was a dentist. And within in two hours, I can teach him how to run an entire jar production line, which Incredible. puts every person that is seeking for franchisee at an advantage, right? When yep. you go into the baked goods, whether it's cupcake or cookies or dessert or ice cream, there is a lot of expertise there that you got to make him, you got to create consistency. Good fucking luck with that. You know, <laughs> there is a lot of chains out there that I love and respect that, you know, whenever I'm in the city, I go get the cookies or the cupcakes or the bun cake or whatever the hell they sell. And the product is never consistent because yeah. it's you can't replicate humans. We're all different. You can't replicate the way you shape, the way I cut, the way she sees them, the way whatever, right? So with jars, none of that exists. It's a build shit or quality product, quality ingredients, no baking, nothing. There is little mixing, but I can teach a non-culinary person how to run an entire line in less than a day. Low entry cost. Um, the, the one things that that we did with jars. I own a PR company, marketing company, and a social media company. So we don't leave you in the hands of, okay, this is a great product. My <laughs> name is on the door. Send me, you know, five, 6%, you figure it out. Yes. We literally hold your hand from the real estate development with my team, legal, HR, marketing, social media, all that. And you work directly with me. That That's my, that's my legacy. That's my, generational wealth of building right yep. so jars is my next big things among another 
several restaurants were opening, but the, the thing, the one thing that we did very well in this business is that I didn't stretch myself too thin, right? Yes. You look at jars, Fabio, how are you going to open another concept and you have the damn, now 10 restaurants opening left and right. <laughs> I have the best team in the world. Yes. Every vertical of my business, we have a casino vertical, gaming industry. There yes. is people running that vertical, hotel business. There is people running that. Brick and mortar, there is people running there. Virtual kitchen, there is people running left, running there. Uh, CPG, there is people running there. Licensing, there is an entire team running there. What yeah. I do, I do whatever I want. And whatever I want to do right now is jars and growing that personally because that's, that's the future. A lower labor model, not crazy preparation in the kitchen, not crazy equipment, while still still love and and do the big uh, the big one-off game busters restaurants that we do all yep. the time um that's fun but but this is a replicable business model what i what i love about your business and what we're trying to build here in san diego is we're, we're trying to build the amazon of barbecue we've literally been in business for 15 years a single unit barbecue restaurant that now is three units we have ghost kitchen locations soon to be stadium locations but our premise is slow food fast Back to the labor market. How do you optimize what we're doing? How do you share it on social media, but create a better, more profitable distribution model for your business? And what I love about how your how your business is growing is that's essentially what you're talking about. When you're talking about casinos, when you're talking about virtual kitchens, when you're talking about airports, when did the light bulb go off that this old way of running restaurants and building out concept needed to change because I know it happened before the pandemic. So th there is a, there is a variable, right. Um, that, that teaches that the higher the expertise you need to produce the final product, the higher the amount of steps to produce the final product, the higher the amount of ability for someone to fuck it up, on the final product. By the way, can we say that on Indeed? Yeah, we can say that. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, this is for entrepreneur. I mean, if we're going to be true in business. I never know if I'm on ABC <laughs> or Vice. You know, it's no, just you're like, on, you're on entrepreneur.com. Right, we're all right, good. Right, good. All right. So what I'm saying is that you have, you have to look at your process and procedures, right? The goal is to build culture, number one. I don't yep. care what you're selling. If you don't have good people, you go nowhere. Yep. You know, my business partner right now, people that make millions of dollars in, in, in earning and revenue, they were prep cook, dishwashers, and line cook with me 30 years ago, 35 years ago in Italy, and 15 years ago in the United States, 17 years ago when I first moved. Yeah. Right? So we build culture. People don't leave us. And, and when you build culture, allows you to build systems. Now, the tricky part about a system is that you got to follow it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a recipe, right? That's you got to follow it. And then you don't follow it. And usually you blame the cookbook, the chef, or the recipe. But you're the idiot that doesn't fucking follow it. Yeah. So the problem is this. Building system, what does it do? And, and then they got to be like running a, one restaurant, let alone 50, is like having nine children in the same household. <laughs> you can't have too many rules because otherwise you'll never be able to follow through with it. Correct. And putting rules in place without checking and controlling it, it's, it's, it, 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 it doesn't work. So let's talk about system for a second. Let's assume that you're going to find a couple of good players. Can you find a thousand good players? Luckily not. You can build, you can train, 
you can mold okay people, not okay people, good, first of all, good people. You got to hire good people, yeah. right? If they don't I'm have the business, they don't have the hospitality in their blood. You're not hiring them. That's how it goes. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the business of hiring fast, firing faster. Yeah. Right? You'll never see me negotiating somebody's salary. You'll yes. never see me tell you, oh, you want a hundred fifty thousand dollar to run my venue. I tell you what, I'll give you one twenty, and if you prove yourself, I'll yeah. take you there. Fuck off. Yeah. I don't even want to work for that. No, because you want one fifty. Done. I'll give you 165. Yeah. If in 30 days I don't feel good about you, you're out the door. Because that couple of thousand dollar difference doesn't make any difference in the short term. Yep. And if you're really fucking good, I don't need a month to see it. Yep. Say right. So we are one of the highest paid the company in the industry. But let's go back to the system. The goal is to find good people. Can you always find good people? We all know the answer. So building easy to follow systems allows okay people with average motivation to achieve great result as long as they follow the system. Correct. So your job as an owner is to build the systems. Yep. Your job as an owner is to check and have a system that allows you to check if the system is followed, which is what I'm really good at. I can walk in any restaurant, any hospitality venue and increase your check average by 30% and increase your profitability by several points, several. Because I'm tra- I train myself to detect flaws, to detect yeah. the things that don't work. That's why hotels company hire us to manage their food and beverage outlet. Because are we always successful at it? No, some of the hotel we have, we had a great amenity, but from yep. a monetary perspective, the venue breaks even. Yep. But the hotel doesn't care because they have to keep the brand standards of right. quality service because otherwise they might lose the license, right? So some hotel, the majority of food venue in hotels, they're not very profitable in the United States. There is some of them, of course, but in general, the majority is not. And the reality is that we come in we maximize profitability, branding, and quality PR. Think about the one we just opened uh, New York City, Bar Chiquetti. Um, we're in Chelsea, in the new Moto Hotel. We are the number one restaurant in hotel in New York City out of 527, 37, whatever it is, wow. uh, restaurant in hotels, right? And, um, and everybody talks about it because we have systems, we have procedure. Now, the hotel, they have to keep brand standard. They have to maintain certain three meal period. But sometimes for hospitality people, having breakfast open for six people showing up is not worth it. Hotels still got to right. have it. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that's what we do, right? We manage third party outlets. Some of, a vertical of our business is that. And, and the things that I can safely say is that if we can't, if my company can't make money in your hotel, so you have to consider as an amenity that either break even or has a little loss, but the loss is justified because now you have a good service, right? Yep. Hotel yep. people are not in business or restaurant. Yes. In business Correct. Hotels. Correct. So that's why most of hotel you go, the food is fucking terrible because <laughs> hotel people try to be restaurant people. Correct. So when we come in, if we can turn a profit, no one else can. There's no chance. We yep. are a buy the book company, transparent, 
coherent about money, the way we spend it, the way we stretch the dollar, the way we produce our food, the way we understand the need of the customer. And that's, and that's the key for growth. You need to understand that what you feel, what you like is probably not going to work. Statistically, it doesn't work. Because if statistically it was working, then the statistic about restaurant mortality would be a lot different. Yes. But out of a thousand restaurants every year, 90% shuts down with the first three year, you know, and the 10% left, 80% shuts down. I'm sorry, shuts down with the first year and the 10% left shuts down with the next three year. So it, it's like, it's asinine. You got like a handful of restaurants leaving to see three year, you know, the light at the end of the three year out of a thousand. How is yeah. that possible? Because so I want to, I want to know why somebody that's as busy as you are, that is so hands-on in your business. We believe in digital hospitality. So we believe the competitive advantage for restaurant owners moving forward is that we understand hospitality to our core. We understand how to make magical, memorable moments inside of our restaurants. And when you extend that beyond your restaurants and you start to use social media, digital media and legacy media, and you start to share your story of your restaurant, of your vision, you start to connect with a bigger community that could potentially be people that work for you, people that invest in you. You have no idea who is going to listen to your content, engage with your content. What happened when you told your team, you told your friends, your family, I'm going to put my text number on my Instagram profile so that anyone on earth, and we're going to put a link in the show notes so that everybody can break Fabio, <laughs> we're going to break Fabio's cell phone and say, everyone on earth, we want, we want to text you and ask you questions and engage with you. Why was that important for you? Well, um, the, the line between reason and madness is so, <laughs> it's so fine that sometimes I confuse it myself, right? First of all, I have two cell phones, right? I have my, my close family cell because I can't not see a text message from my wife and my mom. No, right? That's, not. that's fucked up. Doesn't matter how much I want to connect with you, I can't. I run, I have a, I run a family before I run a business. That's correct. So, um, so technically my, my cell phone on my Instagram, which by the way, you got, I have to put your feet to the fire. I got to see if, if Fabio is the real deal. Yeah. If, he, if he's just bullshit. Now, by the way, I usually, I'm usually a lot, I get a couple of hundred texts per day average, right? I'm a lot faster, I'm a lot faster in answering. Um, the reason why I haven't answered fast to you. It took me three weeks to answer you for two reasons. Number one, I was traveling for the majority of it. Yep. And number two, the company that runs the platform yep. for the number yep. upgraded their policy and I had to log in into the app, download the new app, uh, then go to a, a desktop browser oh, and no. enter the corporate information again. Come on. While I'm traveling. So I was like, fuck. I mean, I'm like, I can't fucking, I can't do it right now. <laughs> so then I got home. Finally, I, I find the INN, that sergeant, you know, the shit I need to make it work. And I activated again and I got a thousand texts downloaded. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. Oh, well, shit. Let me set it back. I'm I think I texted you like a midnight yesterday or you something. Did. You did. You texted me at midnight. It's a good thing like, we scheduled this interview because I always, then I always, can talk about how great always, you are. An, always answer. Always answer. And the funny part is that when people don't believe me, yeah, sure, this is really Fabio. Okay, yeah. Fabio's assistant. 
You should yeah. see some of the video I sent back because I can send video too. So anyway, the reason being is because if you do what you're always do, what, what, if you keep doing what you have done for the past 10, 20 years of your life, the likelihood of you of getting different results is very little. Yes. It's a definition of insanity or stupidity. Keep doing what you're doing, expecting different results. So how many chefs you know that actually text with their fan base? You're the Nobody. first one. I, 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 have, I have media mentors. My, my media mentor, David Meltzer, he has a text community. Gary Vaynerchuk has a text community. Yeah, but good luck in getting a text back from Gary. Now, <laughs> well, yeah, things, are, diff things also, are different now for Gary. <laughs> there is also something to say about it. I probably have 20,000 people in my community number, right? Yep. Out there, about 20,000 people that text yep. me at least once. Internet. Gary has probably a million. So yeah. I it's, can't sit it's a different here. Scale. Correct. I can't sit here and with a conscious saying, "Hey, fuck you, Gary," because <laughs> you didn't text me back on your community number. This fucking kids is is running United States basically Pretty from much. a digital from a digital fucking standpoint. You know, it's making business out of fucking thin air, yeah. and then I'm there, you know, all fucking butt hurt because he didn't answer me my text message at midnight. Well, I'm like, hi, asking him, how should I do what the top three things he would do to get to 50,000 followers on social media? I mean, I'm oh fucking my God. That's God bless I love Gary. But no, yeah. but, but for me, it's still very manageable. But here's what I tell you. Jars, going back to yes. Jars, is going to have a, a, a message services for all clients. And every single one of them, I don't care if we get a million clients, every single one of them is going to get a reply. Jars, every single person that comment or ask a question is going to get a reply we love we care for people and that's one thing that i think that set me apart and always has never claimed to be the best chef yeah i think i can pinpoint a handful of chefs that from a two handful three handful it does two dozens of chefs that from a technical culinary standpoint could give me a run for my money yeah I can name a lot of chefs that are a lot more famous than I do. But there is not a single one in the United States in the world that is as engaged, connect, and, and into with these crowds, with, with, with the fan base, the guest base. Not one fucking thing. Not one. Not a chef. Find me. I'll wait. Find me one that communicates with their fears better than I do. I'll wait. And the day that I get a million followers, I'll know if I'll ever get there. You'll get it's there. It's going to be the exact same thing. Yeah. It's going to be the exact same. I always answer. Now, like I said, I'm a busy guy and you have to be realistic. It might take me a week or two to do it, but you always get an answer from me. Always. So I want to hear, I want to, I want you to tell me the difference between having a big vision, a big dream and having a goal. So in August of 2015, you were on the School of Greatness podcast with Lewis House, and you told him that you were planning your vision for 2020 was to buy a 20 acre property in Chicago with a lake and you needed 10 million in cash. So we're in 2022. Can I get an update on what you told him and what are you, what, what is the difference between vision and goal? I got the lake, I got the house. Um... <laughs> I got the lake and I got the house. Actually, <laughs> I couldn't quite, 
I didn't know the answer to this question. Delayed, just so everyone delayed. knows, I had no, I didn't know. Truth, truth to be told, I got the land. Uh, I got, we got a lot more than that, but um, <laughs> you got more I than got, twenty acres. I live on seven, but we have we have land uh, in other places. Yes. Wow. Uh, so because I I didn't want to live on too too big of a land because it's a lot of maintenance, right? And I and I have yeah. I have farm <laughs> animal. I got chicken, ducks, uh, so. My house is like a very fancy neighborhood, right? And I remember like I was I was um, clearing about an acre out of the seven we have. Uh, um, I, I was clearing about an acre uh, with with a with a buck with a bucket, right? With with a tractor. Yes. My neighbor's fancy guy come over and he goes like, "Oh, finally, what do you put in here? A helicopter pad?" And I'm like, "Bro, I'm putting blueberries." What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting fucking tomatoes here. Fucking helicopter. I'm a chef. I'm a fucking helicopter. I need fucking chi- that's a chicken coop and that's a fucking blueberry patch. Get the fuck out of here. No, but anyway, I got I got the I got the house. Me and my wife built a beautiful, actually beautiful home. Um, like over twenty thousand square feet on seven acre entertainment home, and I actually am hosting. One of the most exclusive dining club in the United States. If you go check it out, it's called the Private Estate Dining Experience. We'll put a link in, in my the notes for you. Private Estate Dining Experience uh, com. In my home, I have one of the largest bourbon and whiskey collection in the United States. A um, lot of wine. We fly food from all over the world, and it's a membership only supper club. Um, we have people from all over the United States. It's not, not cheap, but if you look what you pay for the membership and what you get for it, it's a great value. But for me, again, I'm make no money on it, but it's for yeah. the it's for the networking. You know, we for sure it's good to have a good bottle of wine and a great whiskey with a lot of people that can teach you a lot of things. And and the fortunate part is that although it is my club, I'm not the smartest person in the club, which makes me <laughs> Every time I have a dinner, I get I get away from the dinner. From, they have dinner at my house, so it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice club of people, right? And every time we finish one of these dinner, I got three more ideas in my head, but it's great. Um, but yeah, no. So the difference between uh, a vision and a goal, the vision is attached to the plan, right? Um, my vision is to have a thousand restaurants by twenty thirty. 1,000. 1,000 restaurants. I'm 50 right now, plus. Amazing. My goal is to have 1,000 restaurants by 2030. And when I say restaurant, it could also be fast casual, right? Still sure. a restaurant, sure. not a sit-down restaurant. But 1,000 outlet by 2030. And that's the goal. And the goal can change a little bit, right? Let's be realistic. You know, Absolutely. when I was making 20 grand, I was dying to find ways to make a hundred. Uh, when I was making a hundred grand, I'm like, shit, I can't believe this guy makes 250 with his restaurant. And then I made 250 and I was like, God, I wish I knew a system how to make 500. And now our business does almost a million dollars a day, right? So it's like the goal changes. You change, everything change, the climate fucking change, your love for people change, everything change. It's always been changing and always will. So the reality is that the vision, it's what creates the path to the goal. Keep changing goal, because if I start with my original goal, I'll be still in Italy trying to figure it out how to, how to 
you know, buy a car without having to put money down. So the reality is that the goal has to change for you to grow. Yes. Vision creates the path. How, how do you get there is the real question. Everybody has a goal. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants to be thinner, more beautiful, happier, in a better relationship. You got, you got a plan? Because it's not even going to happen unless you have a plan for it, right? Nice. You know, and the only person standing in the way between you and you doing that, it's you. You know, I, I laugh when I see all these people out there embracing all this crusade. <laughs> they have, what the fuck are you guys? I believe that the majority of the people that are blaming circumstances. Yes. And embracing these causes on why they can't have nice things, on why they're not happy, why they're in a bad relationship, why they're oppressed, why this, why that. It's because they can't figure out a way to keep their house in order. Yep. There is not a single scenario of an unhappy person in the United States right now that there is not an exact person just like that that is super happy, made it happen, and did it for themselves right? Yes. I get it. It's been hard. The economy has been hard. They literally took the fucking ground away from our feet. The biggest nonsense in the fucking history, if you're asking me, nothing made sense. And what are you trying to do? You're a good person. You try to do the right things and the right things are not to be that you fucked yourself and you help other people fucking you. So to me, it's like, Okay, how do we build from there? They ain't going to give you what they took away back. So how do we learn from it? How do we build from there? What's the opportunity? Because 2019 and 2020 way of doing things ain't going to work in 2022 and 2023. So what can we do to get where we used to be on a new path? The old path is gone. It doesn't work. No matter how we feel about pandemic, about any of that, everything changed. I don't care if it's uh, the Fed's printing money or it's Putin to blame. Give two shits. We're in a recession. What are you going to do about it, right? COVID exists. It's really dangerous. Are you in a segment of the population that should be worried about it? Or you want to listen to the media and not give two shits about it? Whatever you want to do, got to do something about it, right? How do we move from that? That's the biggest question that most people can't answer. And, and that's what we are trying to be at the forefront with our business. Better so, way of doing hospitality, yep. better way to take care of your people, better way to build culture, better way to open a franchise. You got to find a new way. Correct. You're not building any, you're not inventing anything. It's just a better mousetrap. That's all it is. So my grandfather, he's from uh, Bulgaria. He raised me. I never met my father, but he taught me to stay curious to get involved and to ask for help. It's great to be curious. You have to want to listen to podcasts, listen to videos, consume content, read books. But if you don't actually put that information into action, you don't get anything. And then finally, you have to ask for help. So every single week on Wednesday and Friday, we use the app Clubhouse. It's an audio app where we ask our listeners who support this show, who come on the show to come up onto this app, ask questions, get involved. And we always do a social shout out every episode. So. If you guys are following us, it's at Cali Barbecue Media. Um, but today's social shout out is going to go to Ken McGeary. 
Ken. Ken McGeary. So we're going to put a link to his book, The Surprise Restaurant Manager. Ken McGeary. The, the reason why I'm shouting him out is because it took us 50 episodes, unpublished episodes last year of recording content for this show to pitch Entrepreneur Magazine. So people don't see the work that goes beyond the work in order to get something published. Ken was on one of those shows. He sent his book before it was published, The Surprise Restaurant Manager, to me. And in that book, I read Fabio's introduction. Which, that by is, the way, he cleaned up a lot. He, he cleaned it up. <laughs> he made it PG-13. He Why would he back, do that? Why so would he do all, that? First of all, let me say this. Ken McGarry is probably... If I had three finger on my hand, then I'm lucky to have five. But if I have three finger on my hand, it would have been one of the three most influential people in hospitality today. And Ken, by the way, which he has his own consulting business. Yes. Ken is also my business partner in JARS. And yes. he's also Fabio Viviani Hospitality, which is my hospitality business, chief yes. operating officer. And I'm not saying these just to kiss his ass because I'm thinking he's a nice ass. But I'm saying that Ken McGarry is one of the top three most influential people in the restaurant business in the United States today. And I hope he never sees this interview because if he does, his already oversized head is going to get a lot fucking bigger. Oh, my God. Well, the beautiful thing about media, the beautiful thing about storytelling is that we all find nuggets of inspiration. And it's what do you do with that nugget of inspiration, which is why we're excited to have this show. We're excited to to be able to meet people like Bob. Like the work that you're doing is so inspiring. Can you tell us, just give me, you were at the National Restaurant Association at, in Chicago. And you got to share the stage with Ken to talk about all the things that you are building. When you look back at all the things that you built to get to the stage and be like, we're, we're not even started yet. We haven't even started yet. How, how did it make you feel? You know, <laughs> when, I tell, when I tell people that we truly haven't even started yet, yes. we're, we're gearing up right now. Like we are going, Fabio Viviani Hospitality is going to rewrite the the playbook for hospitality in the United States. It's not the world. Now I'm not cocking the sense that I don't know how France or Spain or Africa or Saudi Arabia or Japan run their hospitality. I haven't spent enough time in those areas to learn what you gotta do there to be successful in this industry. Yeah. But I've learned everything you can do to fuck it up in this country. <laughs> and, and we have a perfect book on, oh, not book, we have a perfect manual, right? On how not to do that. Yes. So give me a few more years, we're going to rebrand the hospitality industry under my name. There's not going to be a state in America. There is not, not going to be a media market in America that is not going to have something that we run and everybody knows about it. I can't tell you how excited I am. I know you've just launched your TikTok account and I love your Instagram content. Can't figure this out. Can't, can't. TikTok, I can't. So the, all you need, all you need when, by the time this episode, this episode publishes, all you need is a thousand followers. Once you get a thousand, you're, you're already there. Once you get a thousand, you can go live. Going live on TikTok, you will absolutely dominate. 
When you go live on TikTok, the amount of followers that will engage with you because of who you are, the access that you give, I'm telling you, you will. Have, I went live from our restaurant, our barbecue restaurant on Father's Day for five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. I only have 8,000 followers. I had 100,000 people from all over the world, but more importantly, all over the United States who are watching us put 175 racks of St. Louis ribs onto the smoker, take those racks of ribs off the smoker, put chickens on the smoker. 100,000 people, all, I got a thousand new followers just from going live. You're gonna dominate, you're gonna dominate TikTok and you heard it here on Entrepreneur, on Restaurant Influencers. Fabio will be Fine. the biggest TikTok star. Fine. You heard it here. Fine. Fine. I'm going to get, get a thousand fucking TikTok followers. Sean, I need a favor. I'm going to need you and Maggie to figure it out how to beg my current Instagram, Facebook, and any other follower I have to get me. I need a thousand followers on That's TikTok. It. Then I, I go live. I'm here with Sean Walshef from Entrepreneur Magazine from Cali, Bar uh, Cali Barbecue Media. I need a thousand people on TikTok. Let's make it happen by the end of the week, please. That is, I can't wait. I cannot wait. You're you're gonna be you're gonna be the biggest TikTok star in the world. Yeah, you heard, like you heard it here first. That, that's how you figure out TikTok. You go live. Yeah, man, I tell you, dude. Where where you based? California, right? Yeah, we're in San Diego. San Diego. Why, why do you have uh, Why do you have New York in the background then? Because I like to think big. Fair enough. Yeah, everything that we talk about here in San Diego is applicable in Chicago. It's applicable in New York. I'm going to spend a month with my wife in Bulgaria, where she's from, with my son and my daughter. Everything that I talk I talk to restaurant owners in Bulgaria about the same things we talk about on this show, because this shit is important. It's important for restaurant owners to think differently. We've never had so much technology at our fingertips. Right here. It's that's why I tried Zwet. I tried Clubhouse. I really did. Yep. Um, Cindy Hecker, it's a dear friend of mine. She's a two times billion dollar exit uh, uh, mogul coming from a pharmaceutical company. She's the lady that uh, brought to the market the the female Viagra. It's the equivalent of the female Viagra, right? A great great success story. And uh, she was trying to get me on Clubhouse. I tried it. It just did not. The one thing that most people confuse about me is that I'm actually physically in the restaurant working. Yeah. Yes. I get up at 6 a.m. I never go to bed till one in the morning. I sleep four or five hours a night. I'm doing, I can, unless I'm doing Clubhouse while I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> I have to take away from something which yeah. I can't right now to give it to that, right? I don't I don't have like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to watch Ozark this week. I'm going to do some Clubhouse. I don't do this shit anyway. So that's the best part about TikTok is you all you have to do is go live and do what you already do. Fine. Done. Fine. It's done. <laughs> it's, done. It's, done. it's done. I'm going around. I'm going to walk around with a tripod. It's fucking great. It's I can't wait. You can do it. I'm done. All right, Fabio Viviani, follow him on TikTok. You heard it here on Restaurant Influencers. Fabio, you are an absolute gem. I can't wait to see what you build next. Thank I you for your time. It. Thank you for your expertise. Um, any any parting words you want to say to the to the restaurant owners and hospitality professionals out there? No, if you if you have a quick question for me, I love to connect. My yeah, let's, my let's, let's break that text. My, <laughs> yeah, my my cell phone number is on my bio on Instagram, and if you are 
itching for a good franchise model to get into the restaurant business. Because for some reason, you want to get into the restaurant business. We got you covered. Check out jarsbyfabioviviani.com. That will make my day. Jars, it's the best things that's ever happened to the dessert industry. I'm telling you. Cupcake is 1980. We're done with cupcake. Cookies, there is too fucking many out there. Time for jars. Jars by Fabio Viviani. Let's go. Let's go. There you go. All right, you guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. And a special thank you to our title sponsor, Toast. Toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant, Cali Barbecue. It is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show. People like Sam, the cooking guy, Stacy Poonkinney, Jeff Alexander. So many times the guests tell us that they're using Toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview. That is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show. We want you to win. You that listen to this show, we want you to improve your digital hospitality. Toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you. Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept, or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use, and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I will get you the link to the right Toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show, that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about Toast, you implemented Toast, you did a Toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community. Share your Toast story with us. DM me today to learn more. Be sure to check out Toast.